All right, does the left want war or not? Because, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to tell what their stance on any issues are because of their wild inconsistencies. Their official worldview and doctrine, which can be summarized basically by Orange Man Bad, right? Their entire worldview and doctrine ensures that everyone is left completely in the dark over what they actually believe. I mean, I thought they didn't want North Korea having nukes while Trump working with Kim Jong-un to restart nuclear talks. No, bad, bad. We don't want talks. We don't want progress in North Korea. I thought they were for freedom of the press. Well, the new press secretary, she gets bruised in a scuffle while fighting for journalists. Ignore, ignore, ignore. And that same mentality exists here stateside. Journalists gets beat up by Antifa thugs. Ignore, ignore, maybe even celebrate. They say they're anti-war. They say they're anti-violence. But in reality, they encourage war. They egg on violence. And it will be a real pity when someone finally gets fed up and retaliates. We're in Japan for the G20. We came over and I said, hey, I'm over here. I want to call up Chairman Jim. And we got to meet, and uh, stepping across that line was a great honor. A lot of progress has been made. A lot of friendships have been made, and this has been, in particular, a great friendship. So I just want to thank you. That was very quick notice, and I want to thank you. <laughs> President Trump meeting North Korean Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un in North Korea. It was spontaneously arranged by a tweet from the president. And Trump actually stepped in to North Korea. By stepping over that line right there, that step, by stepping over that military demarcation line, Trump became the first sitting American president to set foot in the country of North Korea. Pretty extraordinary moment. Pretty amazing stuff. Amazing thing to watch this kind of diplomacy unfold. And anyone with common sense knows that a negotiated solution to the problem of North Korea is the best way forward. And therefore, this act of diplomacy is nothing to be outraged over. Of course you should talk to people when you're dealing with something as important as nuclear weapons. After all, what is the alternative? A military option? Is that what the, is that what the party of peace wants? Because the left, they're infuriated over this. And why wouldn't they be? It's Trump. And everything Trump does is awful. I'm not quite sure why this president is so bent on elevating the profile of a dictator like Kim Jong-un when... Kim Jong-un has not lived up to his promise from the first summit. That is Julian Castro. Apparently, no one, according to him, had ever heard of Kim Jong-un until President Trump decided to talk with him and elevate his profile. And here's, of course, Uncle Joe Biden, President Trump's coddling of dictators at the expense of American national security and interest is one of the most dangerous ways he's diminishing us on the world stage and subverting our values as a nation. Yeah, as if he knows anything about getting tough with Asian countries when you've got China lining the pockets of his son, Hunter. And then Elizabeth Warren saying our president shouldn't be squandering American influence on photo ops and exchanging love letters with a ruthless dictator. Instead, we should be dealing with North Korea through principled diplomacy that promotes U.S. security, defends our allies and upholds human rights. Well, what do you think he's doing, Pocahontas? How is he squandering American influence. They're just, these people are just saying words because they don't really know what they oppose. All they know is that they oppose it. 
Much like how members of the media, they say they're for freedom of the press and how this administration is the most anti-free speech, anti-free press administration in human history. Well, when one member of this horrible administration, Stephanie Grisham, she's Sarah Sanders' replacement as press secretary, when she literally put herself in harm's way to ensure that press freedom, when she put herself in harm's way to stick up for the press and make sure they could actually cover that amazing moment in history of Trump meeting with Kim Jong-un, they either played her actions down or actually contorted themselves into a pretzel in order to blame Trump for the harm she suffered. Stephanie Grisham bruised an all-out brawl with the North Koreans. Okay, it's a little dramatic, CNN. But here, watch for yourself. Here's footage from that exchange. So what you just watched, she's fighting for the press to be able to get into that event, to get into that meeting. And I should know, by the way, a lot of the reporters, a lot of the guys, a lot of the crew she's fighting to make way for are men. Well, I mean, men. Men like Peter Alexander from MSNBC and Jim Acosta, a guy who likes to sip sparkling rosé on the way home from the summit. So men, quote unquote. I mean, look at him. He's, he looks like he's super exhausted from letting women literally fight his battles for him. I mean, champagne, rosé, champagne on the plane. What are you celebrating, dude? being an epic fail of a human being. And for a network that's been bitching about how the Trump administration is so anti-press freedoms, oh, we are not the enemy of the people, you are impeding on our rights, rights of the free press, you would think that CNN, their article on this, and of course their articles written by Jim Acosta, would acknowledge that, hey, in this instance, a Trump administration official was literally bruised literally was put in harm's way so that she could ensure the right to a free press, even all the way over there in Asia. And you would think he would be furious, absolutely outraged, and he would do his feigned outrage thing that he does on TV, that North Korean officials would rough up anyone like that. Because imagine if a Trump administration official did that to anyone, what his feigned outrage would be. Mr. President, are you going to condemn this kind of behavior? But nope, not in this instance. And the network... CNN even actually had on angry hack April Ryan to blame that instance on the Trump administration and their lack of planning. Watch. Really at issue is the fact that Stephanie Grisham got caught in a situation where this was planned at the last minute. And when you do last minute and you don't have really 24 hours, more than 24 hours to really put it together, things like this happen. It was a very hyper-aggressive situation and she got caught in the fact that this administration planned it in this bit of time. Yep. If only they had planned it better. If only they had planned it better, then Stephanie Grisham wouldn't have gotten bruised. And so it is this administration's own damn fault. You got that? Make sense? No, these people are ghouls. These people have no morals. These people don't believe a damn thing they say. These people have descended into nihilism. This whole time, this whole time they were shrieking about freedom of the press. You know what? Would it shock you if I told you that was a load of bull? No, of course it wouldn't. But, of course, it turns out they don't actually care about freedom of the press at all. In fact, you can now, you can now assault journalists in the streets. You can send them straight to the hospital. And the press, who loves freedom of the press, apparently, will either ignore it or even celebrate it. Andy No. He's an independent journalist. He was savagely attacked this weekend by Antifa, 
while covering one of their dumb riots, Antifa. They sent this guy to the hospital with a brain bleed. And unless you follow certain circles on Twitter, you probably didn't hear a word about it. But watch, that's Andy there in the middle. They are throwing things at him. They are punching him, kicking him, throwing milkshakes. They've got silly string, pepper spray. And earlier, the Portland police had issued warnings that some of the milkshakes may be mixed with dry cement, which means it will burn the skin upon contact. So I don't know, this, this might be why conservatives are upset that people like Gaywonk, Gaywonk Carlos Maza is still allowed on Twitter because Carlos loves this. Oh, he thinks this is great. He wants more violence. Remember that he said this? He said, milkshake them all. This guy is still employed by Vox. This guy still has his Twitter account because the reality is they don't care. This is the natural progression of milkshaking. This guy, this is what it leads to. It doesn't stop with milkshakes and Burger King making their little jokes or whatever. I mean, at this point, I don't even know when it will stop. Will it even stop when they eventually beat someone to death? Now, Andy, no, he's not, he's not a Nazi. He's just no friend to the violent bastards in Antifa, so they have no problem calling him one. Because you know what? Words, they don't, they don't mean a thing to Antifa. I mean, Antifa, they're like weaponized toddlers throwing violent temper tantrums around everything that does not fit their boorish whims. And the mainstream media, they don't care. They don't care a whit. They boo-hoo, they think. It's just a milkshake. What's the big deal, right? No, they're wrong, and they are willfully distorting the truth. Remember, remember when freedom of the press was a rallying cry for the left? Obviously insincere, because they disregard the journalists who don't uphold their narrow-minded views. Andy No was attacked for reporting on a riot, and pretty much none of the people in the media cared. To be fair, Brian Stelter, broken clock is right twice a day. Brian Stelter did condemn Antifa's actions on his show on Sunday, but you know, since... His parents are the only people who watch. I'm not going to count it. Because remember, we, we know CNN, they love Antifa. Oh, they just think Antifa is the greatest. Can't get enough of them. Chris Cuomo thinks Antifa, they're the good guys. They're out there fighting the Nazis. And talk about Antifa. I've watched them in the streets protesting in different situations, okay? There are certainly aspects of them that are true to a cause. That is a good cause. They want social justice. They want whatever they want in that context. You tell Not me Antifa. when that has Antifa ever happened. You tell me when that has ever happened with neo-Nazis. Where they have ever been doing Chris, Antifa the right is not thing. a good cause. Antifa does not have good aims. Antifa wants power, wants political power taken uh, through force. That's what Antifa Steve, is all about. I mean, they are be, the just inheritors be clear about of what Nazis I'm and brown I am shirts. not here to espouse Antifa or any group on the political well, sure spectrum. Sounds like it. But they are doing the right thing because they're fighting Nazis, right? No, they're not fighting Nazis, and it's not hard to see that for yourself. And does this look like fighting Nazis to you? They're beating an old man. That's an old man they're beating with a metal bar. And then another guy, he jumps in to break it up. I think. Yeah, there he is breaking it up. And he was pepper sprayed, and he was hit multiple times on the head and needed 25 stitches after that exchange. Look at that. That is Antifa. That's what Antifa does. When you hear people on the left saying, oh, relax, it's just a harmless milkshake, remember this guy. 
When you hear anyone defending the actions of Antifa, picture this. This is what they did to the guy who jumped in to protect that old man fighting Nazis. This is beyond milkshaking. Whenever Antifa goes, violence occurs. It is their goal. It is their stated goal to escalate and the mainstream media, they're complicit because they make excuses and they run cover for this coalition of thugs, all right? It should not be hard to condemn violence, no matter who the perpetrator. Doesn't matter what color skin they have, doesn't matter what their sexual orientation is, what their political views are. I, can we just say that we are not pro giving people brain hemorrhages, hmm? I mean, I'm a guy who's all about love, all right? So. Everyone should be too. Can we all agree? Antifa is a ghastly organization with rotten people who are just asking for it. No, we can't. Want to know why? Because it's, because it's impossible for the media because they like it. They like that. And you want to know what they don't like? It's conservatives. They despise you. They think you're evil. And if you get in the way of Antifa, they think you deserve what you get. Well, I hope they're ready because how many more, how many more Americans are going to put up with that? Americans are not exactly the type to stand around for much longer and let these violent thugs throw cement milkshakes on them and smash open their heads. Despite what you think, fighting for justice, no, it is not your right to attack innocent journalists in the streets because you disagree with their worldview or the, or the words that come out of their mouths. If that's how they want to operate, then they need to be ready because the right to defend yourself is a real right, and that is not one that conservatives take lightly. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.